0: To start your 14-day free trial, go to monday.com.
1: Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their
0: destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things with a program that complements your regular recycling. Because plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was.
1: Hard to recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag Program happening in your neighborhood today.
0: Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. In this tale, we're leaving the supernatural for the natural. Not that the mystery is less deep. This is a story of human beings and the passions and desires that consume and drive them. A story that concerns one of the seven deadly sins. In many ways, the most repulsive of them all. But which of them? Ah, that is the matter of our story. Let Detective Lewis Stein mention only one of them. You listen to me, Tony, boy. The more time I spend on homicide, the less I pretend to understand it. I've seen guys knocked off in an argument over a hockey game. Games who stuck a knife in their husbands because they forgot to bring home the margarine. Candy Hart was doing your little poly picture out of a chance in the spotlight. Envy is as good a motive for murder as the next one. And murder is what we've got right here. Our mystery drama, The Slick and the Dead, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Ian Martin and stars Russell Horton. It is sponsored in part by Anheuser-Busch Incorporated, Brewers of Budweiser, and Jovan Collections for Women and for Men. I'll return shortly. That one. When you say, say why I was, was getting off the super slab, and this sweet thing said to me, If you got ears, be to me. Come on, back to this She got the king of fears for a hundred years, ten mm-hmm. ten on the side. Not good to hear that sweet thing say in There is no other one. That's right. There's
1: only something left. He the king of When you
0: and I'll St. Louis, Missouri. Of all the crimes on the police blotter, the most fascinating of all is the crime of homicide. Not alone because the killing of a fellow creature is the most final of all crimes but because the reasons, the motives, the mysterious why of it, are the most complex in all sins against society. For gain, for revenge, for jealousy, for a thousand reasons, including just no plain reason at all, murder one Deserves its ranking. In Candy Hart's case, all the basics of how, where, and even when are satisfactorily explained before a story even begins. What we are concerned with is why and who. Watch it, Detective Carbo. Let the boys get the basket out. Oh sure, Lou. Good looking chick. Yeah, before somebody wrung her neck. Yeah. What'd you get from the doctor? what you usually get from a doctor? Double talk. She was strangled with her own pantyhose sometime in the wee hours of the night. And couldn't pin it any closer than that? He will after the autopsy, sometime early this morning. Well, what time did the maid say she found her? Uh, around noon, when she was making out the rooms. Just walked in and found her, huh? Well, not quite. See, that clerk who let her in came on duty then. He wanted to know if she checked out. Why do you want to know that? I want to ask him yourself. He's in a room down the hall. Yeah, yeah. All right. Nothing more to do here. Uh, she signed in as Ruth Sniffen. Mm. Sounds like a phony. Could be. Her address was phony. And when we checked her purse, we drew a blank. Too little there, if you ask me. Somebody ripped her off? No. Yeah. Money was there, and lipstick, compact gum, some keys, a pencil, and a couple of hair ribbons. Hair ribbons? hmm Hair ribbons. So? Well, nothing. to just a funny thing for a dame to be carting around. Why? it has got long hair. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Come to think though, you might have a point. How come? Well, you take my kid, Debbie. She's got this long hair, too, you see, and she takes ballet. So? Did, uh, she get a good look at that one before they carried it around? Oh, <laughs> sure. She was one looker. Oh, no, her legs. I mean, did you notice how muscular they were? yeah. You know, dancers use ribbons to tie back their hair. Maybe this will give us a lead on who she is. Isn't there anything in her, in her bag? That's the whole point. Nothing. No letters, papers, no credit cards, social security, nothing. Tell you what, you go call Chorus Equity. That's the dancers' union. See if they got a Ruth sniffing. I'll take this hotel clerk and see what he knows. What's the name again? you? Um, you ready for this? Yeah. Cabot Lodge. What? Wow. <laughs> How's that grab you? I wasn't ready for that, Layard, well, you, know, you won't be ready for him either. I I knew. I I just knew. I should never have registered her. I told Mama that this morning, first thing at breakfast. Why, Mister Lodge? And uh, is Lodge your real name? Well, of course, Caput Lodge. Well, not really Cabin. You know, Albert, actually. Mm-hmm. But in my profession, you know, name is are so important. Hotel clerk? In charge of the desk. I work the middle ship because Mama's more or less invalid and needs care. I see. Oh, uh, yeah, of course, I had it legally changed, oh, years ago. Now, why was it you told Mama, uh, your old lady, that you should never have registered her? The Admiral Hotel has a reputation second to none. Nothing like this, but nothing has ever happened here. Mm. All right, let's make this simple and quick. I saw the girl. She looked like a nice, clean kid to me. Why wouldn't you check her in? Well, look, I don't want to go into all the problems of running a hotel, but uh, mainly, mainly because she had no baggage. She pay in advance? Well, yes. You asked for it because she had no luggage? No, actually. I see if, well, if I could reconstruct the scene, Inspector, I would... Oh, I guess, detective. You see, I, it was a little after three. Now, I had taken over early. You see, I had just put my yogurt and my macrobiotic dinner, I'm dieting again at the moment, away in the fridge and taken over the desk. Oh, the day man is so messy. And I was just you know, tidying up things when the, this girl came in. Uh, yes, ma'am, may I be of assistance? Could I have a single room, please? Uh, do you have a reservation? No. Oh, and just how long... Would you desire the accommodation? Just for one night. Mm-hmm. See? Oh, yes. Yes, we have a very nice room. 14B. How, how much is it? That would be $28, plus tax, of course.
1: And nothing cheap, uh, less expensive.
0: Ah, uh, I'm afraid not. All right, that
1: will be fine.
0: Well, Splendid. The hotel
1: admiral is delighted to welcome you as a guest. What was that for? Uh, To get a boy for your luggage. Oh, I don't need him. I haven't any bags. I just need a place to rest for a while and make some phone calls. No baggage. I'll pay in advance. May I register now?
0: (laughs) Why, of course. And in no sense did I mean to suggest that you, uh... Oh,
1: it's all right, Mr. Lodge, I see from the desk plate. Yes, that's
0: correct. Now, here's
1: the registration. I hope we can make you comfortable for your short stay. I'm sure you can. I expect to be comfortable for some time to come. What do you mean by that crack? Well, Well, I haven't the faintest.
0: So she registered, and when you came to work today, she hadn't just spent a couple of hours, she was still here. Uh, Yes. And over her checkout time, when a maid couldn't get into her room... Oh, the maid could have entered immediately with her passkey, except... For the protection of our guests, we have instituted an extra lock of the uh, fall kind. You mean as well as the regular latch lock that closes automatically? Mm Mm-hmm. There's another lock that you turn the knob to close from the inside. That's right. And it can only be opened or closed uh, from the outside by key. Mm Ah. So the maid reported both locks shut and called you because the room was supposed to be vacated. That right? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Then what did you do? Well, I found the room. There was no answer. So then I became a little worried. I went up myself and used my key for the protection lock, and we went in and found her. Dead. Yes. The poor little thing. On the floor. And the bed had been slept in just as we saw it? I guess. N- nothing was touched. Everything left as it was. All right. Just one more question. You seem to be a very sensitive man, Mr. Lodge. you have any idea why this girl took that room? Well, it could be... It could have been an assignation. You know, even in the best-ordered hotel... Even when the Admiral? Well, I shudder to admit it. Do you Did have any visitors? No, no, not that the hotel knows of. But, but of course, it, it's impossible to check. Does she make any outside calls? Yes, I prepared a list for you. Here they are. Good. How about incoming calls? Uh, no, we have no record of those. Uh, excuse me. No, I'll take them. Uh-huh. Detective Stein. Ooh, I gotta hand it to you. I gotta make on a D.O.A. Yeah, who? Her real name is Ruth Sniffin.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but it seems like chorus at union here doesn't allow two dancers with the same name, right? So, there was this older dame named Ruth Sniffen. at the same time our Ruth Sniffin joined... Tony, with... do me a favor. I've had enough small talk to last me to my grave. Just get to the point. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Our Ruth Sniffin is Candace Hart.
1: Candace?
0: Yeah, yeah, Candy Hart, dancer. She's now playing in What a World on Broadway. And uh, I got an address for it too. 1324 Christopher Street in the village. And she has a roommate named Polly Pitcher. Yeah, you want me to follow up the picture, Dame, is home right now. All right, get Polly Pitcher down to the morgue for an identification and meet me at the station. Maybe we're starting to move at last. And don't let that pitcher spill till I'm there to sop it all up.
1: <laughs> So far out, I don't dig it. I, I mean, Candy was making it all the way. All the way? Well, now Guinness just left the show to have her baby, and Candy got up to do her solo. She was sitting on top of the world. she have any boyfriends? Are you kidding? Oh, don't get me wrong. Candy was good, but she didn't get ahead strictly on her dancing. Uh, that's kind of a nasty crack. Oh, I was on my way out of the apartment. I just wish I'd left sooner. Your way out? Oh, that's right, Detective... Uh, Tony Carville. Oh, Detective Carville. What, what I meant to say is I, I was moving out because... Well, because Candy and me didn't cut it. How come? I don't know how much you know about dancers, Detective... Uh, Stein. Stein. But to be one, you got to be a little crazy, Right.
0: Right?
1: Right. How could you know?
0: I have a 17-year-old daughter who wants to be one. He is one. What's the difference? She's hooked.
1: Oh, honest. oh I'd like to meet her sometime. Yeah, I don't think you could talk her out of it. Who wants to? No, you said you're all nuts. Sure. But who wants to live any other way of dancing is what you really want? I'll go on, Miss Pitcher. About what?
0: About why you were leaving, first of all.
1: Oh, just Candy and I didn't sort of hit it off like. She was right by me. She was kind of a hard case. You
0: make that a
1: little planner? Well, you know we were in a show together. Yeah, yeah, what a world. Hey, I thought it was a knockout. And I remember you. you?
0: Yeah, I, I remember. yeah sorry.
1: You remember me, are Sony, I'm oh, talking me.
0: to the witness, if she is one. Now, you said Candy Art was a hard case. Why?
1: Well, it's difficult to put into words. <laughs> when the solo spot fell open, nobody questioned. I get it. I was chorus leader. I'd go right in only I didn't, because Candy shafted me. Oh. Well, well, I guess the producer had a kind of thing for, you know. All I know is a special rehearsal was called Saturday night for today, Monday. And yesterday afternoon, Candy was planning a trip out of town. And there's a connection? The rehearsal was for Candy to go into the solo.
0: Yeah. And the trip out of town?
1: It's your own The producer lives in Eastport, Connecticut, and that is where she was headed.
0: It looks like she never got there. I wonder why.
1: Gee, I I, I don't mean to knock her, but I'm I'm really just totaled by what happened. Well, maybe I'm way out of line, but that's the way I had to figure it when she left here.
0: All right, let's go over it piece by piece and try to figure it again. Something went wrong somewhere with whatever plans Candy Hart had. What, where, why, when, a million questions. Let's just start here with beginnings and see can we find not what's right or wrong, but what went wrong. The classic pattern of the result of that dreaded word, murder, inexcusable, the taking of another's life for whatever motive I once asked you to be judge and jury. That doesn't apply in this case. Here, you are the detective. Make your own decision who is responsible for the death of Candy Hart. I shall return shortly with Act Two. Now we continue with the mystery of the death of Candy Hart. Who caused her death and Why? Remember that you are a detective along with detectives Lou Stein, first grade, and Tony Carville, third grade. Shall we make you detective second grade, since these reports come to you secondhand? And see if you can point the finger to the murderer as the case unfolds while Candy's roommate, Polly, is being questioned. All right, Miss Pitcher. Uh, incidentally, just for the record, is that an A.K.A.? A what? A- A.K.A., uh, that's also known as, you know, an alias. You mean, is it your real name?
1: Oh, oh, yeah, sure. I really am Polly Pitcher. Well, Pauline, to be exact. Mm-hmm.
0: You said you figured your roommate Candy was off for a little weekend world with the producer of your show. Is that right? I don't
1: know. Oh, well, sometimes I'm kind of a big mouth. Maybe I should have clammed up.
0: Not with us, baby. I've been paying. No, no, it's all right, Miss Pitcher. You just go right ahead and tell us again why you thought there was something going on there.
1: In the way I told you. I'm Chorus Lear. I've done the solo a couple of times when well dance was out, so nobody thought much about it. She sprained her ankle, I'd go right in. And this time, a rehearsal was called, and the word was that Candy would be the one. Now, not that she wasn't good, but... I... Oh, gee, I hate this. Miss Pitcher, let me say something.
0: A girl is dead. This is a homicide. Somebody strangled Candy Hart deliberately, and she didn't die nice. So the nice things have to stop right here. We don't cut any corners anymore. Let's just skip down to the nitty-gritty, which is not nice, but that's where we are. Now, I'll say some of it for you because it is, in fact, just like you say, surmise. Okay? This producer and Candy Hart were making it together. That was a talk, right? That was a talk. All right. What's his name? Expense. He lives in Eastport, Connecticut. Right. And you figured she was going to spend Sunday night with
1: him. Why? You well, know, Sunday morning when we got up, candy and... oh. Hey, Polly, you with it? Oh, I'm awake, yes. Yeah. Oh, I have a mother of a headache. Who's for the night of oh. That won't kill what ails me. You got any liquor? Oh, well, some cooking sherry is all I have. Oh, sure. The All-American Health bug. What am I doing, rooming with an AA? Oh, thanks for the boost. It's, I never had to have it. I never had to kick it. Oh, you're going to get with it, Polly. You're going to be an L.C. small for the rest of your life. Oh, knock it off. The needle is lost its charm. Oh, you need Anything else I can do for you? Yeah. You got a bag I can pack some clothes and stuff in? Well, excuse like I thought I was the one moving out. Oh, I'm not moving out. Just overnight. Nothing permanent like you. Oh, look, I'm not in all that rush. I won't duck out on you till you have someone to take over for me. Well, maybe it'd work better the other way, baby. Huh? How would you like to take over the place and get yourself a roommate to share expenses? And it's your apartment. I didn't think that was... Everything's up for grabs at the moment, baby. I could be moving in with someone else. Can you spring me an overnight, bag? Oh, I haven't anything until tomorrow night. I it to Jamie Shepard for the bus tour. She, she'll do that tomorrow night. Oh, great. But she have an overnight bag. The zipper's stuck. Can't get it open. Boy, wouldn't you know. <laughs> What's the heavy day? My future baby doll. You mean our big man? The reason for the rehearsal tomorrow? You going into the solo? No hard feelings, Polly. That's only for openness. Spencer may have something uh, going beyond that. Oh, boy, you're playing with fire. You mean Isabel and her bag? The guy is married. You're buying a lot of trouble. Don't you worry. Isabel's out of town, and what anybody doesn't know won't hurt him. We got any shopping bags kicking around? The mm-hmm. best I could do is a plain old supermarket job. Solid. And after tonight... Maybe you won't have to worry about making any moves. Look, I don't want to get out of line, Candy, but what do you mean? Lots of things are going to be settled by tomorrow morning. I got one thing going for me, and if Spence doesn't come through as advertised, he's in real trouble. You, you make it sound like blackmail, all in the point of view. The way I look at it, I'm just trying to make it easy all around. Guys do marry more than once. What about Bill Pastor? Bill. Oh, he never meant that much to me. Come on, let's dig up that shopping bag. I may be traveling third class this last time around, but you better believe it, baby. From then on, it's first class all the way. As far as you know, when Miss Hard left here,
0: she was headed for Eastport to meet Mr. Spence. seen the idea. And she took her whatever she wanted to take with her in a shopping bag? Yes. And that's the last you saw of her? Of course. Did you know where exactly she was headed?
1: I brought up to Eastport. I, I mean, she called Central Terminal about trains. Yeah, but
0: obviously she didn't catch one. She didn't mention anything at all about a rendezvous in New York at the Admiral Hotel. Not to me. You're quite sure? Sure. What do you mean? Look, uh... It's maybe a little early in the game. But you do know your rights, don't you, Miss Pitcher? My rights? Yeah, you don't have to answer anything without legal counsel if you don't want to.
1: I don't understand. I have nothing to hide.
0: Nobody said you did. What's got you back up, Tony? Nothing. I, I just wanted to know where she stood. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. What to you, Miss your roommate, Candy Hart, left here with some overnight stuff in a shopping bag. Mm-hmm. Lou, she never said she knew what was
1: in the bag. It's all right, Detective. I did. When I brought her the bag, she had the stuff all laid out to go into it. Night clothes, oh. hair curlers, the woods.
0: May stuff. I complete my question now, Detective Carbo? Yes, sure,
1: Lou, sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Miss Hart left here with clothes and effects for overnight in this shopping bag. Now, you thought she was headed for Eastport and a date with Mr. Spence? I did. You had no way of knowing that she might be meeting him here at the Admiral Hotel instead.
1: I've answered that already. No.
0: But she did leave here with the shopping bag.
1: Yes, the one I described.
0: Okay, Miss Pitcher. Okay, I guess that's all for now. You wouldn't be planning to leave town suddenly, would you?
1: <laughs> of course not. I'm under contract. Well, Tonight...
0: Are you kidding? Polly, I, I, I mean, Miss Pitcher will be doing the solo from now on. I guess we always know where to find you every night in the week, uh, <laughs> Except Sundays. I guess you do. Yeah. And anyway, we got your address. we got your phone number. It's a free world. How can a girl ask for
1: secrets anymore?
0: By me, outside of my work, all she'd have to do is ask any
1: time she wanted to. By me, Anytime I want to, I'll ask. So long, fellas. So be seeing you.
0: You might have that. Uh, I'll take the word for the deed. Uh,
1: just in case, uh, you mind if I call sometime, like, uh, Outside business hours? why not? Could be something new in a girl's life.
0: She kind of got me, huh, Tony? Got a little picture, Dan? Okay, Lou. I put in my 8 to 4, 4 to 12, whatever tour I'm on. But off duty, my life is my own. Don't Mm -hmm. get uptight on me. I'm not sticking my nose in what you do off hours. But I do have to tell you to watch it. I could have fallen for that little damn few years ago myself. That still doesn't mean she's leveling with us all the way. What are you talking about? Tony, the more time I spend on homicide, the less I pretend to understand. I've seen guys knocked off in an argument over a hockey game. James has stuck a knife in her own husband because he got to bring home the margarine. Candy Hart was doing Polly Pitcher out of a chance in the spotlight. Envy is as good a motive for murder as the next one. You don't seriously think. I'll tell you what I seriously think. You better stop thinking about her as anything but a suspect. And you better get moving to clean this thing up. Now, we're splitting from here on in. You can have this bill passed to the boyfriend that was mentioned. I'll take the Spence guy who looks like he might just be the whole crate of apples. So let's get on a ball. Yes, Detective uh, Whatever the name was, uh... Stein. Oh, yes, that's right, Stein. I'm quite aware that Candy or uh, Miss Hart is dead. You, you know, I had to appear, appear in front of the entire cast of the musical at rehearsal to break the news. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, that why you came to town, Mrs. Spence? I beg your pardon make the announcement, I mean? Sure, I am in town every weekday. I run an office here. Just because I have one hit doesn't mean I have another project in work. Sure, sure. Now, let's see, uh... Rehearsal was called for four, is that right? That is correct. And uh, we didn't know who the homicide was till around 3.30. Well, I can check with my secretary, but it was shortly after that time that the uh, the appalling news was transmitted to my office. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, it wasn't until I got to the theater for rehearsal that I was told the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What time did you get in this morning, Mrs. Spence? I beg pardon? What train did you take in from Eastport this morning? I... Well, I didn't. I on a grove. Oh. But you're in a garage? Yes. Good. And the ticket will show what time you pulled in. That is correct. Uh... uh as a matter of fact, I, I came in yesterday from the country. Oh. In fact. When was that? I, um... Well, sir, it so happens that my wife and children are visiting her parents. This weekend, I found myself at loose ends, decided to come into the city. Uh Huh? And what time would that have been? It, uh, about in the middle evening after dinner, uh, say, 8 or 9-ish. My garage will know what time I left the car. Yeah, they do. 8.47. Then where did you go? Not that it's any of your business, but to my apartment, where I worked until after midnight. Went to sleep, came down to my office at the usual time, around uh, 10 a.m. Got a there at your apartment? No, actually, I own a brownstone. I have the bottom floors rent right out the top. And you say you were alone? I was. Did you make any phone calls? Did you see anybody during the evening? I made several phone calls. We got no answer. No, I didn't see anyone. So you were all alone from, say, 9 p.m. until at least somewhere after 8 the following morning? Unfortunately,
1: yes. Sure, sure. I mean, you're an intelligent man, Mr. Spence. I mean, you can
0: see where all this is headed, right? Naturally. Now, Candy hard. Why was she suddenly packing a bag to come and see you in Esport while your wife and family were away? What? Was it because she was getting that solo spot instead of the regular girl who filled in? Has Polly been giving you some kind of a story about me and Miss Hart? I've done a little checking around. Now, I had to warn you, there was a lot of talk about it doesn't you. mean a thing. A theater company like this to gossips like a family is a small village. Sir Candace Hart was an employee, a talented one, but nothing more. That why you invited her up for the weekend or uh, for Sunday night? Who oh, said I did that? As a taxi service meets all the New York trains, they got an office that side of the track. My information is you drove in with your white caddy, license number uh... U V five five seven, in time to meet the twelve o five from New York. Now you seemed annoyed there was no one on it. You went over to Mario's place for a couple of snorts till the next train. Well, no one was on that for you. You drove off and went, uh... Where? You seem to be doing all the telling. Why don't you finish? That's all I got. The rest, you told me. You came to New York. I'll give you a bracket. Twelve to four a.m. Were you at the Admiral Hotel during those hours? I was not, sir, nor to the best of my belief, except to have a drink in the bar waiting for a train. Have I ever been anywhere? In the Admiral Hotel. All right, so much for who at the moment? It wasn't you. Now, another big question you might be able to answer. Yes. Why? Why would anyone want to murder her, and why did you take a room in the hotel? Think it over, Mr. Spence. And remember, like I said in the beginning, you don't have to answer anything without a lawyer's advice. (laughs) Murder, there is most always motive. Not the casual hit and run of the mugger, the accident of panic, the mindless menace of a gun maliciously discharged into a crowd. Candy Hart's murder was motivated by what? Jealousy. Fear of blackmail and a broken family life? Those are all we know so far. Either would be enough, but there are others still to consider and I return shortly with Act Three. While Detective Lewis Stein was questioning Haywood Spence, Detective Tony Carbo was questioning a man whose name had arisen only obliquely so far in the investigation, but a man whose testimony would prove to be surprisingly illuminating. Since it introduced a whole new element into the case, an enigmatic young man named Bill Pastor. I'm Detective Tony Carbo, Mister Pastor. Come in. I'm sorry uh, to drag you down to the precinct as I couldn't locate you. Oh, well, I was holding the I just got in. The dispatcher gave me the message. What's the wrap? <laughs> no wrap, just a couple of questions about a girl named Candy Hart. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. You uh, you knew her. Yes her. Yeah, know. you know what's happened to her? I can read, can't I? To in the afternoon paper by now. Yeah. Sorry you had to hear about it that way. Uh, I gathered from this picture you had um, mm. you had a sort of thing for candy. Oh, all right. let's let's get that straight. I wanted to marry her. Don't try to dirty it now up. Ease off, man. Nobody's trying to dirty it up. I'm only doing a job. Yeah. You want it the hard way? Okay. Where were you between 12 midnight last night and say 4 o'clock this morning? Zogged out. You want to make that clearer? I was sleeping. I had a whole freight out of here from Boston. 6 o'clock this morning, I just deadheaded back. Okay. You can check it out if you want. I already have. Not that it matters. Uh, when was the last time you were in touch with Candy Heart? I saw her uh, a few days ago. She, she gave me my walking papers. hmm How come? Ah, none of you. Well, what's the difference, anyway. Who fights with you all? I wasn't good enough for her. When she needed me. You want to clear that up? Yeah. She called me last night. What time? Mm, around six. From where? I don't, I don't know. First off, I thought it was from out of town, from, from, uh, from that Spencer's place. Yeah. What did you think of second off? Nothing, because I got the kiss off. You want it all flat foot? You can have it with my compliments. I still can't figure it. Yeah? Bill,
1: it's Candy. Hey,
0: how are you, baby? Where are you? Never mind that for the moment. I need help. Oh, what am I here for? You got it.
1: It's
0: pretty
1: crazy, Bill. I just didn't know who else
0: to turn to. Ah, I like that. Wouldn't? I mean, whatever I say goes no further. You just have to ask. I'm asking. So you can bet it. Not on
1: your wife. <laughs> okay. Now here's what I need to know. If a person, I mean, if someone has a sack full of dough in like
0: small bills, kind of worn, oh, could they betray? Uh, no, 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 no. Wait a minute, kid. What? What are you mixed up then? I don't want to buy it again. It could be okay, but if it was me, I I wouldn't try to pass it. What would you do with it? Broker it. Like, you know, fence it. Those boys know how to spread it. What would that cost me? Hmm. How much you got? Never mind that right now. Let's say it was $100,000. Well, with no connections, you'd be lucky to keep maybe uh, 25%. and if I had connections like you? Candy, Candy, can, even if I had it, I wouldn't touch it. Now, you listen to me. Whatever you got to stake, forget it. If it's the wrong side of the law, it is worth nothing. Turn it in. Now, look, you want me to help, tell me where you are, and I'll come up and we'll work it out. Forget
1: it, Bill. I never had money like this in my life,
0: and I'm hanging on to it come hell or high water. Candy, Candy, honey, believe me, you're making a mistake. Candy! Oh, how can you be so crazy and stubborn? And um, that's all? Oh? She all up on me. And you've got no idea where she was calling from. No, I tried to trace her through that uh, roommate of hers, but she never gave me the time of day anyways. You know, I wouldn't press your luck, loser. You keep your mouth off this picture. Like that, huh? You better make that clear. Nah, what's the use? You name me, loser. It's my middle initial. I hey, wish you better luck. Polly's a nice kid. It's just out of my class. Mm-hmm. But Candy wasn't. Mm, she let me know it often enough. We might have made it if I could have got it down to earth. You know, sometimes I wanted to drag her there with my bare hands and knock some sense into her. Johnny I've been looking for you. What are you doing in here? I'm looking through this morning's printouts from the teletype, Lou, read this. Hmm? Friends described of the scribe, Convicted counterfeiter and forger of oil paintings. booked today as the perpetrator of the recent theft of the famous Whistler from the Flaxenheim Museum. Yeah, he was picked up while trying to extort extra ransom money for the Whistler canvas after Rudolf Schneer, the curator of the museum, had already paid the first demand for 100000 Well, I still don't see... No, the... no hold, on, hold it. Listen, listen. Gottschalk claims he never received the first $100,000. the shopping bag supposed to contain the money had been switched for one resembling it, containing articles of women's clothing, a hair curling machine, and a tape recorder. That's what Candy got the dough she was talking about to her boyfriend. And why she ducked her appointment with Spence and hold up in a hotel. how? She can't tell us. All right, that leaves got chalk. We'll have got him. We're going to have a few words with that shakedown artist. <laughs> The thing, we just go over it again, friends. and this time let's do a little singing. That told you the truth. I want to know how that girl got the money. Franz, Gottschalk, whatever your name is. I like better than Frank. I'm an American citizen. Yeah, you will like it straight out of the clink. I still am, even if I cannot vote. Frank... If you don't come clean with me, there are a lot of things you're not going to be able to do for a long, long time. This isn't just an extortion rap anymore. It's maybe the big M. I have nothing to do with this murder, okay? Convince me. Play fair with me. I'll give you all the breaks I can. All right. I stole the wrestler. I cut it out of the frame. It's such a pity to deface a masterpiece. But it was only a little. So now I ain't. my ransom not It's simple to get the picture back. On a word from me, the curator to take $100,000 in small bills contained in an ordinary shopping bag to Central Terminal. He to go to the living room locker 463, which he will find open, and put inside
1: the bag. Then I know he does not spy on me. He must sit with his back to the lockers for two hours, not to move. Not to speak to anyone, not even to look around. Because he is warned, he will be watched every moment. Mm-hmm
0: you had accomplices? No. I work alone. But how is she to know that? So I wait at the station. I see him come in. He's a small man, not so steady on his feet, you know. All of a sudden, from another direction, comes this girl running and bumps into him. Well, my heart is in my mouth. Both of them stumble and fall the shopping bag with them. Ooh. Well, not the money fell out. No. No, no, no. I see them get to the feet. They are talking, but I cannot hear anything except all of a sudden the girl cries out get out of here before I call the police. Oh, but that gave you the heaves? Well, my heart stopped, but he calmed her down somehow, handed her her bag, and brought the shopping bag to the box, put it in, and then he went and sat. I moved to get the bag, made one look to check the contents. Now, that, w- wait a minute. I'm ahead of you. She had a bag, you said. She had a bag. You mean a shopping bag? That is right. And when they knocked each other over, somehow the bags got uh, uh, switched, right? Right. The bag and the box had only some ladies' undergarments in it. That mm-hmm. must have given you a real jolt. Uh, believe me, believe me. But I was not letting her care away with the money so easy. I locked the box. I turned to look for her. And you followed her to the hotel where she checked in, bided your time, then went up to her room, got in by some gig or other, took your money, stopping only long enough to strangle her
1: so she couldn't. No. hold against no, you. no, no, no. Right I turned to the locker where the police picked you up. I had it off. I left around, I couldn't find her. I thought perhaps in the other bag in her bag. I could find an address, some name to know who she was.
0: Please. At you must believe me. I am not a murderer. I did not kill her. Please give me a chance. The odds are better than you deserve. There are three others who have just as good motives as you. Now, all I've got to do is figure out which one of you four it was. Now, you... Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. My odds are wrong. Now, you know something, Frank? There's only one person who could have murdered Candy Hart. Just as a matter of interest, and for the fun of it, are you, as the audience so often is, way ahead of our detectives and our story? Could you name the murderer and his or her motive now? Have you perhaps even known from the beginning? Or would you like now, before we complete our story, to pick your own candid Now, for those of you who feel you know or have guessed, here is the solution. I, I don't know what possessed me to do it, except that, well, I can't, I can't expect you to understand, but my vacation was coming up next Monday, and as usual, I just have no money would it be able to travel to see the world instead of being chained all day listening to Mama's whimperings and complainings. And, and then suddenly this blessed chance. And, no, no, I should say this terrible temptation. When well, the girl came in with the bank for the money. Yes, I, yes. <laughs> she was dusty as, as if she had fallen and all disheveled and I really, I... Well, she was just definitely not a candidate for the Admiral Hotel. Well, I was thinking of telling her that we were all filled up when she put down her bag to register. Oh, Lord help me. It tipped over and the newspaper covering it at the top slipped aside. and I saw it was full of money. So you let her in? Yes. Good. And later that night you went up and used your passkey to get into her room? She... Oh, she woke up and recognized me and turned on the light. I I offered to share, but she was impossible. She said she would scream her head off if I didn't get out. For the first time in my life, perhaps, I I lost my head. I snatched at anything to gag her, and somehow it was around her throat. And then before, before I knew it, I, I... She was dead. Well, I had nothing to lose... I took the money. I thought I could get away with it. I knew that money was stolen, but somehow, I, I don't understand. Somehow,
1: you guessed. And the worst thing of all, I just don't know how we're going to break the news
0: to Mama. I'm not sure I understand all the way myself, Tony. How did you pick it? Well, first off, I couldn't see our desk clerk large ever letting anyone into the hotel without baggage, a woman especially. And second, once we knew the money was involved, I figured that let Spence and Pasture out of the picture. And little Polly, you never figured, it was in it at all. <laughs> you said it. Now, as for Gottschalk, if he killed Candy and took the money, why try a second hold-up? But most of all, um... It's my uh, total recall. Like how? <laughs> you notice those special protection locks at the hotel? Mm hmm. The regular fault type. Right. Protection for the guests from the inside. But the only way to close that special lock from the outside was to have a key. And the only person who had that key was the hotel clerk. Elementary, <laughs> 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 my dear. Detective style. Now, what am I supposed to say? Amazing. You don't think I didn't twig that right from the beginning? It's just that I couldn't figure that mama's boy having any reason for... (laughs) Well, I guess we're never too old to learn, huh? So there it is. All wrapped up, finished, ended. As you guessed it. If you did, well and good. And if you didn't, there's always the enjoyment of a puzzle slowly unraveling, a mystery becoming clear. I hope you enjoyed it as a change of pace and as a reminder that the order of natural events is frequently just as chilling as the supernatural. I'll be back shortly. Pick up a pick-up. Pick
1: it up and take it home.
0: money was, of course, returned, and while Mrs. Lodge temporarily went into incredible shock, she eventually, in spite of her infirmities, imagined or otherwise, lived out her years quite happily. Her son received a life sentence, but in a strange way made his own adjustment to imprisonment, which he finds has many things in common with the hotel business. And Detective Tony Carver is married to Guess Who. Our cast included Russell Horton, Rosemary Rice, Mandel Kramer, Josephine Premise, and... When you switch to Frontier Gig Service, you don't have to worry about your internet dropping out at the worst possible times. And you can talk to friends and present in work meetings without sounding like this. Seriously. No more of that nonsense. Change to fiber, change to better. Upgrade to Frontier Gig Service on our 100% fiber network for $69.99 and get a $300 Visa reward card on us. Exclusive offer for qualified households only. Go to Frontier.com slash FL Fiber for complete offer details. Service is subject to availability and all applicable terms and conditions. There's a highway that stretches across the 93 days of summer where worship isn't offered to the sun, but to the smoke and the s-curve and the spin turn and if you ride it make sure you do it in a dodge charger challenger or durango because on this highway the lines being blurred are the ones between drivers
1: and demons welcome to highway 93 dodge is a registered trademark